0: oh my god let's stream to linkedin Yay! Yes! i know right like streaming to linkedin let's stream to linkedin <laughs> oh my
1: god that's an untapped market there we go
0: everybody trying to like update their resume and it's like hello and welcome <laughs> to can we save the cat it's
1: perfect oh no
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Can We Save the Cat, your favorite weekly entertainment podcast where we pitch a few ideas, pick one, and take about a half an hour to develop it into the next big movie or TV show. I am one of your hosts, Danny Hanks, writer and director.
2: I am Brian Hayes, writer and actor.
0: And joining us in the writer's room today, we have...
1: Hi, it's me. I'm Sydney.
0: (laughs) Oh, hi, Sydney. Hey, Sydney, welcome back.
1: Happy to be here. So excited.
0: We're very happy to have you, especially for this particular episode. We are doing our Halloween episode, everybody. So get ready for some spooky pitches. Spoopy!
1: It's my time to shine.
0: Spooky. Okay. Is it just me or did the word spoopy only start happening like just you like a year and a half ago? It,
1: It is new. It's definitely new for sure.
0: It's like grown in popularity. I want to... Can you look up? Hold on. I, Word, popularity.
1: Oh, yeah. That, like, spoopy. the chart, and it's going to just, like, shoot yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, apparently, in a comical misspelling of that adjective, it was spotted on an apartment store's Halloween sign written in a skeletal font and photographed, was then uploaded to the internet, and spoopy went viral. 2009.
1: Whoa, that's a long time ago.
2: For what it's worth, Sydney, I hope your uh pitch is a little bit spoopier than this conversation so far.
0: <laughs> now there's just a bunch of like memes. Quit oh, yeah. like, memeing for us. Okay, oh my god. Done.
1: Oh no, crappy. I do know <laughs> crappy. I know creppy. <laughs> Spoopy and crappy. Oh yeah.
2: Okay, crappy creppy. got me. Damn it, creppy. <laughs> This It's gonna be a very
0: creppy episode.
2: <laughs> I hope it's not crappy.
0: No crappy.
2: No crappy. Okay. Oh, man. Speaking of spoopy, is it going to be a bones or no bones kind of day? What does that mean? Oh, my God. I (laughs) knew that was going to (laughs) happen. So there is this dog on TikTok, right? And it's like a pug or a French bulldog or something like that. But basically, like... Like every day the owner grabs it and picks it up. And if it stands up, it's going to be a bones day. And that means like the day is going to be lit. It's going to be a good day. So it's like Groundhog a day, day.
1: If you see kind the of. shadow, if you stand yeah. up. Okay.
2: Yeah. But if the dog just is like a mess and <laughs> falls over, then it's a no bones day. It's not going to be good. So. Oh, my God. So you want it to be wow. a bones day.
0: Okay. Bones right. day. Extra bones. I hope this is a day of bones pitches. Yeah, I'll I,
2: allow it. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I,
1: cool? I like
0: it.
2: Did I qualify? I'll allow it. Yeah, you qualify. I don't have a TikTok. Oh my! I
1: also don't have it.
2: If you can oh. believe that,
0: I figure if there is any TikTok that is good or important, it'll make its way to me eventually for me to yeah. see. Yeah, it will transcend TikTok to other platforms.
2: I'm very weird in that outside of my partner, like I am not the kind of person to like send memes and stuff to other people. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to bog down their day with my weird sense of humor <laughs> and likes.
0: Oh, my God. If you ever sent me memes, I would be like, yes. Yeah.
1: Memes, memes are how you communicate with people now. That's how you... <laughs> memes are a love language. Yeah. The six love languages.
2: <laughs> That's very fair. Sending memes. Sending memes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well...
1: That's almost like giving gifts, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It is like giving gifts, but it's like giving little personal nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) That got weird. Yeah. Sorry.
2: (laughs) my my mind went somewhere else. Um
0: All right.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: I'm ready to jump in to some Halloween pitches,
2: some spoopy creppy pitches. (laughs) I hope they're not crappy. Um, I don't want to go first cause I don't like mine and I don't want to be like thrown out.
0: I mean, I'll go first. I'll jump right into it. Okay, I <laughs> have been sitting on this for like the past two weeks. Nice. Um, I'm very excited. Wookie. So my pitch is somewhat inspired by, I don't know, sometimes in the background, I'll just put like Mark Plyer playing scary games on in the background mm-hmm. as I'm doing work because I don't know noise yeah
1: exactly Um, yeah
0: yeah. and so he was playing this like one like indie game and I have no idea what it was called and this wasn't the plot of the game but basically like the game had like bug people or like a bug bit you and then you got like infested with the bug and you wanted to like be a bug and eat dirt and that was like the scary part of it (laughs) so my concept is like a hardcore sci-fi slasher film where like all of the people are like bugs. Like imagine like giant bug people. So mm-hmm. it's like aliens, but they come from underground and then they infest and they like turn you into bugs. And you can imagine all the fun things of like a human sized praying mantis battle. Ooh. And like there, it's like a slasher, but like they kill someone and blue blood comes out because it's a bug. So yeah, that's what I got. Sci-fi slasher, but with bugs. Okay. Is
1: it okay? Is it, is it low budget? Or is it...
0: See, here's the thing. I'm going to say what I always say. Aim for A, settle for C-list.
1: Okay. Fair. Because I'm picturing, like, I forget... I don't know if it was arachnophobia, but there's definitely, like, a million, like, sci-fi made-for-TV spider movies where it's, like, that spider is not a real spider. Like, it's so bad, (laughs) but it's fun. And so...
0: Yeah. I figure, like, you know, if we're... If we're playing here, it has the absolute bi- biggest budget possible. Okay. And then you, like, do it, but, of course, all the funding falls through, and so you settle for, like, Sci-Fi Channel.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I that's mean, my pitch. Cool. I like
2: it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also don't want to go after Sydney, because I feel like she's going to crush it. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm going to go... And- I'm
0: sorry. Wait. Are you saying that I didn't crush it with my <laughs> Sci-Fi Slasher big pitch?
2: I'm not, <laughs> not saying
0: that. I'm offended.
2: I did not say that. <laughs> I may have thought it. You may have said it, but I didn't say it. Um, Mine's probably worse. So have y'all seen South Park? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I don't live under a rock. Well, some people haven't really seen it, so I just had to say... <laughs> Are y'all familiar with Kenny?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Kenny. I love Kenny.
2: So, my concept is basically taking Kenny, but adding like another layer to it. Basically, we have this little kid, say 10 to 12 years old, and this little kid dies. And he dies, and his parents have a funeral, and everybody's really sad. But then he comes back to life, and then he dies again. In a weird way. And then he comes back to life again. And then he dies again. And then he comes back to life again. (laughs) And then he dies again. And it's this weird, vicious cycle. But what is an added layer of it is that we're seeing somebody kill him every time. And like, so somebody, he could be like crossing the street and somebody driving a pickup truck kills him. And it's the same person every time. And oh the my God. TLDR is they have to kill this kid or else they can't escape whatever is keeping them in this loop as well. So it's basically like Edge of Tomorrow meets South because I do, kind of, I, I imagine it's like a horror comedy um, because the kid's oh, like going to die in funny ways. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Horror comedy because a kid dies a lot. Right, exactly. Uh, no,
2: no, no. Danny. Obviously, like, it's a horror comedy. The, it's a little kid and he dies a lot. How is that yeah. not funny?
1: <laughs> I mean, if you like, I remember in um Live, Die, Repeat when Tom Cruise keeps dying, they cut it together. So it's oh, really it's funny. It's
2: hilarious. It's
1: really, really funny. And I don't think that movie, I didn't go in thinking that was going to be a comedy. Right. But it is so it's funny. It's so
2: funny. Because, like, okay, one, I think Edge of Tomorrow is a great movie, but when you have, like, predisposed thoughts about Tom Cruise and then you just watch him eat it for, like, 15 minutes straight, no matter who you are, you are Mm -hmm. laughing. And that's what I think we can do with this kid and show, like, this person, like, coming home from a long day work where he basically just went and killed this kid 20 times in a row and, like... So I don't know. That's my pitch. Oh my is like God. this kid stuck in a death loop, basically, yeah. where somebody else is like we're seeing their perspective of them having to kill them. And also, let's be honest, because Danny has a conscious, if you're this person and you're killing a little kid over and over, you're gonna have like some weird thoughts about that. So.
0: Yeah. Hey, there we go. Brian, you should watch since you like animated stuff, you might like this anime, kind of a similar concept. I'm going to butcher the name though. Higurashi no Naku Koro ni. Which is good. Higurashi when they cry. Okay. Um, and it's basically a but it's like drama horror. Um,
2: and Does that translate to Squid Game cuz I'm like halfway through. <laughs> no. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's like an anime. Um, and basically it's like these kids and every time they die um, and it's a cycle of like, they keep coming back to life and they keep having to die. And someone in their friend group is going to kill them all in a really horrible way, but they don't know who it's going to be this time. Interesting. Yeah. It's really fun and really fucked up. All right, Sydney, bring us home.
1: Okay. Um, so I thought I would be a little bit edgy
0: and oh, you, of course, I know, right? Edgy, edgy. never.
1: and it's not actually the content that's edgy, but the, 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 Delivery, Um, I have been, and I think, uh, Brian, you're going to like this. I have been thinking about uh, a game, and it's more of, I would say, visual novel style. So, like, Life is Strange, so it is definitely a story. But there are some uh, player aspects involved. So it's about Mm -hmm. choice and what that choice leads to. So the premise is, it's like a young adult dark comedy horror And you are a high school student. You have a crush on a girl. You have recently been invited to a Halloween party. However, just before the Halloween party, like a day before or something, uh, you've been turned into a vampire. But you still really want to go to this Halloween party, and you really want to try and meet this girl that you have a crush on. So the entire time, you have to convince people at the party that you're not a real vampire.
2: Hmm. do okay so two questions yes. in this world do vampires exist
1: yes oh, but you, okay. oh well but people don't know about it like well,
2: so then sorry like, they
1: are re- they are real but like no one knows that they're real kind of so like, like of what life. we do in the show yeah exactly so just like real life <laughs> my
2: one B to that is why would he have to convince anybody that he's not a real vampire <laughs> like because, that just be assumed right <laughs>
1: um it's it's a bunch of like it it starts out small so it starts out as like someone offering him like a a beer and him being like oh no thank you and then the way that you say that is like well that's suspicious or that's fine you just don't want a beer and then it gets to the point at some point in the party where uh you do end up killing someone and they do find the body
2: Mm. interesting okay and then my second question so your pitch is a video game
1: visual novel but yeah
2: visual novel
1: interesting i don't know if you've ever had one of those before
0: i don't think so
2: no why actually, haven't we
0: i actually <laughs> don't know so wait like is
2: i love video is bandersnatch
0: games. like a video novel is is what like bandersnatch uh, is that like a video novel I it's like a really s- pathetic
1: attempt at trying to be yeah but not really so if okay. so some good examples if you've played them life is strange detroit love become it. human love it um tell Tales, the love walking it. dead wolf <laughs> among us love all it. of it yeah i <laughs> this picture was for brian all <laughs>
0: going over my head but I I was thinking it could are. be
1: interesting. Um and we're obviously not developing a game, we're developing a story, but um it could be cool to bring in elements if you've ever played Hitman, where like you do have to like complete certain tasks mm. and not be suspicious doing them. So for example, after you've killed somebody, you have to hide the body. So you have to like physically hide this body without being caught. And oh, another good one, Until Dawn, if you've ever played that one, that is um oh, an strict horror. horror one. Strict horror. Yeah. Um So, and actually, with, like, Until Dawn, there's, like, a couple different endings, and I was thinking, not to, like, rewrite the whole script at the moment, Um, the way it goes is that, like, either you make it out without being discovered as a vampire, and you go off and be a vampire, or you kill everyone at the party.
2: (laughs) Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't,
1: yep.
0: be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I think a lot of it probably comes from like the relationships that you have with these other high school students. So like the conversations where it's like you're gonna end up running into maybe someone who's like a bully. Maybe you run into like your friends at the party. Um, and the right. whole thing, like I was thinking good good things about being the vampire like you would show up to the party dressed as a vampire. Um, do you know, right. like, Idle Hands? hmm So, it, the, the, it's a very small scene, but in the scene where, uh, Seth Green and then, like, the other guy are, like, literally dead at a costume party, and everyone's like, wow, your costume's so good, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, one of them, like, one of them is, like, like a can or something in his head, and the other one is literally decapitated. <laughs> um, like, that I love vibe. that so much. Yeah, it's really, it's a very fun movie, actually. I recommend watching it.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. All right. Should
0: we vote in the same order? Yeah, I same order. I'll go yeah. first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Okay. So it's a shame because I wish I could vote for um, my slasher <laughs> sci-fi bug movie because You're truly- What would you call it? Opportunities. Uh, like bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian just okay. walked away. There he goes. <laughs> Um, something, something that you know terrible. we made
2: it through all last week with zero puns.
0: I know you gotta have one every travesty, truly. Um, one, one. Um, no. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Brian's because I don't like killing children. That's not what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but because I really like the idea of this being a really morose morbid comedy that's super messed up okay
2: okay oh yeah my turn um well i am not gonna vote for myself so i am gonna vote actually it's pretty easy for me sorry
0: (laughs) for slasher bugs right uh yeah
2: I I really like Sydney's. It's something we've never done before. And on top of that, it's, uh, I mean, I love video games. Um, <laughs> so <Nerd. laughs> You're a nerd bug lady. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to go for Sydney's. I think it could be really fun. The thing that makes me nervous is, like, I would want to figure out the story. I wouldn't want to get too mm-hmm. bogged down immediately with, like, specific dialogue choices and moments within it um but yeah i think it could be a lot of fun to kind of like flesh that out
1: well i definitely vote for brian because i think that like there's a lot to play around with in a death loop um as someone who just played a death death loop loop game (laughs) um but, uh, yeah, no, I think that'd be, I think that'd be really interesting. And there's a lot to like iron out too about like, like, are the parents going to be suspicious about this person that keeps yeah. killing their kid? Like there's a lot to, okay. there's a lot to play with.
2: So, so I just want to point out that Sydney watching you play Death Loop is like <laughs> a little bit what inspired me on this. Okay. Um, okay. So I do have like a Nerd. twist. Danny, go home. You freaking bug lady. Um, Okay, well, I am a little bit upset. We're not going to go with Sydney's, but I will accept victory. I did want to say that a potential twist that we could have towards the end is that we find out that the older version of this kid killing themselves is the kid they get out of the loop at the end of the movie and then 10, 15 years down the road, they get stuck in it again, but this time they have to kill their younger self in order to break out of it.
0: So like very Hill house. <laughs>
2: yeah. Kind of
0: <laughs> haunting of Hill kinda. house. I love that. Okay.
1: So is it like a traditional loop where it's like, it's the same day or I think time it's... continues forward.
2: Hmm. That's a good question. Because in my mind, it ends when the kid dies.
0: But the kid dies like 40 times. Yeah. My other thing is, is it just a loop for the kid or is it a loop for everybody?
2: No, it's a loop for everybody.
0: Okay, because when you originally pitched it, I thought it was just a loop for the kid. Like the kid kept coming back, but everybody else' life is going
2: on. And yeah, that's
1: like, what I yeah. know. Like...
2: Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry. Yes, it is that, but it is like, how do I put this? There's like a big loop and then there's this minor loop. And like his life and their lives can't continue on until it's broken.
0: This is giving me also very it vibes. I was <laughs> thinking. So far as like kid adults.
2: Mm.
1: You know, um, Zathura?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the astronaut? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I guess their lives are continuing like normal. Um, But the big thing is, like, there's something over, like, this town or something over this world or whatever that breaks once he stops dying. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Right. Kind of. Okay. Okay. Time time gets a little fuzzy for me when I think about time travel, because I'm like, well, if you're gonna do time travel, it has to be primer. And then it's like, well, <laughs> that's not ever gonna happen, so don't do it. Um interesting. I'm curious about like the the start. Because if you think about uh okay, so I I don't wanna spoil has anyone seen old The M Night Shyamalan?
2: No, but I don't really intend okay. to.
1: So it's not, it's not a spoiler. Um, and if you watch the trailer, you know that people are on a beach and they age rapidly. Yeah. So like the entire time, people try and figure out why this is happening, and they think that it's because of the rocks, like the electromagnetic field around the rocks, Okay. which is like a thing. Like rocks can affect watches and things like that. Okay. So it could be something with like a meteor. Like it could be a rock
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. that
1: causes this, that causes this weird time thing to affect around like a certain radius of where this rock is and then maybe the kid touched the rock and happened to be the first one to touch it
0: i have two potential concepts okay one when i fell as a kid i one time got like a piece of rock stuck in my knee that like healed into my knee and (sighs) had to be like picked out so i mean hey that could be part of it but two so i'm thinking about our adult and if the adult is going to be an older version of the kid concept is like he kidnaps the kid and so that helps with like life continues on but everyone just thinks the kid is missing and in order to get out of this loop he has to kill the kid in this specific way for like some kind of ritual but he doesn't know what it is Mm. so you could go through like a really really horrific kind of like Dungeon style thing with this kid and this adult, and the kid is just like being murdered over and over and over again, and like trying to dig out, like, of the adult, like, why are you doing this? And then, of course, it's revealed. That's more of like a drama horror and less slasher. But I
2: like the idea that the person killing the kid is. Like, for the first half or so, we almost see them as, like, a slasher villain.
0: hmm Right. I'm thinking, like, Saw. Like, Saw is a horror in a room.
2: But could would a studio buy that if it's a kid being...
1: Like- well, I think it's interesting because, like, if you think about, like, your older self trying to kill your younger self, you'll know if it works if you disappear. And so the older ah. self doesn't disappear, So that's why he keeps trying to kill the younger version of himself to try and make himself disappear, but he never does. And so that's why he keeps trying because he'll know he succeeds when he disappears.
0: So I guess my question is, is when he succeeds, does he disappear entirely or does his life just continue on as an adult? Like what?
2: No, no, no. I do like Sydney's idea that like when the kid dies the right way, the older person disappears
1: yeah okay like that's that's the, the winning moment is mm-hmm. like the older version ceases to Wait, exist i guess
0: my question so it ceases to exist entirely mm-hmm. or ceases to exist in this entirely. Okay, entirely entirely
2: oh no but then oh yeah huh
0: right but then how the do we get out of dead. that is this some sort of like babadook ask you know Symbolism Mental for health? suicide. No,
2: yeah. no, no, we're not playing that far.
0: My thing would be like if he kills the kid the right way, the kid doesn't come back and he continues to live his life.
2: I imagine it's kind of like Groundhog's Day in that aspect mm-hmm. mm, or, or not Groundhog's Day, but I don't know. Damn, what's the thing? Happy I'm, Death Day. I haven't seen it.
0: Palm but, Springs.
2: Oh. Yeah, kind of like Palm Springs where like they still, it, it it resets one more time, but this time they're allowed to like live the full day.
1: Yeah, Same with Russian doll too.
2: Yes. That's actually the one I was thinking of Russian oh, okay. doll. It re so they fix everything and then it resets one more time, but this time like they're able to live exact, like they know they fixed it.
1: I, I can't, I can't picture it. Where the kid lives, like I feel like in every scenario, just to logically make sense, the kid and the older version of himself have to stop living.
0: But then, how did the older version of himself come to be?
1: Because that was before this time thing started. Because time is not like right. So are we creating a
2: multiverse?
1: Well, kind of. Time, time doesn't exist. So I guess the real question is, how does the adult version come? back into time to kill the kid.
0: Okay. So what I'm hearing from what you're saying is the older version has basically got stuck in this loop with himself as a younger kid, like in the past. Mm -hmm. And the only way that he can get out of that loop is to cease to exist because he, he can't get back to his own time. He's either doomed to like live this loop for the rest of his life or if he kills himself as a kid, he never grows up and he never gets stuck in this loop.
1: Yeah. I think there has to also be some other like overarching thing about like this kid surviving is bad for the future in some way.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if we could even kind of pulling back from something that we did last season with retro, but wasn't a horror. Like what if this time thing is his fault? (laughs) no but like what if what if he did this and he was the one that messed up time yeah and if he continues to exist in this loop like something bad is going to happen
1: i like the idea of it being because he's got a piece of the rock like inside of him yeah i I think that that is cool because it binds with his like dna then somehow and then i think it could be interesting where it's like not necessarily and this is like maybe a little bit too crazy but Not necessarily him at one point in time in the future. So, like, he's, I don't know, 15. Maybe it's him at every point in the future. So, even though there's all these different people coming to kill this kid, it's actually different versions of him in the future. Different ages. No,
2: I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because it's every Um,
1: single iteration of this kid now that it's binded with his DNA. And the only way to stop this, like, awful scenario is to kill the kid now that he's got the rock in him, which means that in every yeah. s- like every sense of the world where this rock doesn't hit or the kid doesn't get interacted with it, that loop doesn't happen.
2: Okay, so wait, are you flipping it now to be like, this person is now traveling through all these different multiverses or whatever and killing these versions of the kid?
1: There's infinite versions of the different ages of the kid all in this one loop.
0: Sort of like Hill House, but opposite, if that makes sense. In Hill House, the dead version of her visits her at every age as she's growing up. Instead, this kid is visited at every age by his, like, future self Mm -hmm. as the future self is growing up. Um, But he doesn't realize that there's a rip in space-time. Now I guess my question is, what are the consequences if he doesn't fix this rip? Because right now I'm like everybody else seems fine.
1: I think it should be interesting things like um like certain things maybe speed up. So like every ice cap melts, right? Or like something something dramatic where like certain things speed up, maybe certain things slow down. Um I think that there should be like astronomical consequences
0: this is getting guys this is I think this is the most it's very complicated. episode we've
2: this ever is, done. yeah this is so freaking tough but I feel like once we get it it's gonna be cool so I want to keep going
1: I mean so I mean hard hard version is it's the older version of the kid which is interesting because if you've watched dark on Netflix that also has bits of that easy version is it's not the older version of the kid. It's a just a separate person who's stuck in this time loop. A la Russian doll. But we like it being the older version of him.
2: I don't know. I'm almost leaning like
1: So okay, here there maybe there's like some other like little things that we can um like iron out. So he keeps dying. Is anyone suspicious that there are like multiple funerals for this kid?
2: Yeah, I think somebody eventually becomes suspicious i don't think it's necessarily one of his parents but
0: but if everyone is in the same time loop it has to be somebody outside of the loop that becomes suspicious.
2: well no i thought we determined that nobody's in the time loop it's just him and everybody like but nothing's out of the ordinary to them
0: right but then wouldn't the parents be suspicious that he came back to life
2: No, that's what I mean. Like, to them, everything's normal. Like, he never...
0: He never died. So there aren't multiple funerals. Yeah, I
2: don't don't think that there can be, because I think that's, like, without everybody being in the time loop, I think multiple funerals would be...
0: Okay, so basically, this is, like, one or two days that the kid continues to, like, go missing and get murdered on the side, but he keeps popping up and seeming fine. Yeah,
2: I think, basically, we have a, a starting point. And then Mm -hmm. however long it takes for our older version or older person to kill Mm -hmm. them, that time is active. But once he's dead, it resets back to that starting point that we have. So the only two people we assume at the beginning that realize that this is a loop is the kid and the older person when the reality the only two people that realize it is let's say a sheriff's deputy and this older person.
0: Okay, so there's a third person who's not stuck in the time loop.
2: No, they are, but they they have they but they, they have memories they of previous times. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So it, okay, so this is this is very this is somewhat reminiscent of like Happy Death Day.
2: I think a simple solution is to say <laughs> something like a meteor or something from another timeline comes to this timeline and the kid finds or like it lands on this kid or, you know, whatever gets a piece stuck in him. This meteor is something weird and it has the ability to like, it basically pulls his DNA from whatever timeline and universe it came from. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's how the older version gets there. So when the meteor crashes, he came with it once it hit that kid.
1: Oh, so you know what's so funny when you said meteor this entire time, I was picturing like something the size of like a car. Yeah. It could be really small and it could have just gone straight in his brain.
2: I kind of was too, but then, like, I'm like, how do we get a piece of it stuck in him? I
1: figured he was a dumb kid and touched it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking. But
1: if it's a really small meteor and it just fucking embeds right in his brain.
2: Yes, and that could be the thing. It's like, you know, meteors literally fall all the time. A lady the other day, a meteor went through her roof and landed in her bed while she was sleeping. And it was like, it was like the size (laughs) of nothing. Right. And so, like, yeah, th- I think that could be it. Like, we can open okay. with, like, a Morgan Freeman talking about how meteors land every day and we don't realize it because they're the size of <laughs> dust particles by the time and, they know, reach us. And,
1: that makes it interesting because then the older version doesn't know that it's in him. Correct. Yeah. And then eventually he finds out that it's in him, but he needs to figure out. Like he needs to basically do like a brain dissection of this kid to literally take it out of his brain
2: and
0: destroy it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the other part of that could be, I'm almost, okay. 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 (laughs) Y'all are going to freaking hate me. I'm almost wondering if we ditch the older version of him and go like scientist brought in a, like somehow like had this meteor from another dimension And this was like a good natured family man scientist. And then he like opened up a wormhole. This meteor came through. It hit this kid. This kid stuck in a loop and
0: it's his dad.
2: It could be his dad. Yeah. And he has to like that could make it messed up. It's like we see his dad the whole time. He's like this good natured guy. But then he like, you know, puts on a mask and goes and kills his son. That would be pretty interesting, too. But basically, like, he has to kill this kid in order to, I don't want to say cover his tracks, but like, yeah, it could be like a walking Chernobyl thing that, you know, he is trying to prevent and he's stuck in a loop with this kid killing him.
0: Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I like this concept. What if instead of he's stuck in a loop because of the meteor, like, the kid won't die? Oh, So, like, the kid keeps coming back to life, but it's not because he's stuck in a time loop. It's because, like, the inorganic material has crawled into his DNA, and so the kid is still, like, growing like a normal human, but he's, like, a super mutant human, and that's why he has to figure out how to kill him in a specific way.
2: So nothing resets. He just keeps, like, running him over with a truck, and then the kid, like, gets up?
0: So uh, this
1: is funny. I think that we can just have it be, if you've seen, like, uh, like, Brightburn kind of where it's coming
2: to mind yeah
1: yeah but what's interesting in brightburn is like part of his own ship can kill him so that's why that was like an interesting thing so it doesn't have to be the dad but it could be a scenario where like if you want to run with the concept this kid can't die keeps coming back and now the entire town is like there's something wrong with this kid if it's a small enough town in the middle of nowhere i think you can play that off like where it's like it doesn't hit national news. It's just like a small town. That's like the entire town has like tied this kid up and they keep torturing him. I think that is, is an interesting way to spin it because then it goes into like, you know, if we're trying to do like big brain symbolism, it's like, you know, there's something different about you and the, the small town refuses to accept it. Right. Something like that. Mm, As simple as that. Where (laughs) basically the meteor falls into this kid's brain. It's embedded in his DNA. He can't die. The kid happens to accidentally die after this scenario, but people don't know it. So like we, the audience sees it. So maybe he gets hit by a car on this little Iowa cornfield road. (laughs) And then the kid just happens to like, wake up on the side of the road the next day, walks home to school, like walks home. The mom was like, where were you all night? He was like, oh, I was like walking out late. So the kid doesn't know that he died and no one else does, but we do. And so things like that keep, happening until people start realizing
2: it so wait so are you are you saying it's like a uh watchman like dr manhattan where he kind of like goes like his body like almost dissipates or something and then it like reforms right next but he doesn't know what's yes. happening yes okay okay because yeah. in my yeah. mind i was yes. like i love this but i don't know how we play with this idea that like he's dying over and because i i when y'all are first saying it i was imagining like this like Buff ass little ten year old like
1: no getting hit by a truck hit. and then well, just
2: getting up and being like what's up no, 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 no. he so, literally
1: dies and then like Mr Manhattan style like yeah yeah yeah
0: come, like or, comes yeah. back together yes. because of the material so in the, the, in is, the media right.
2: yes okay the th- oh oh god it took okay. us so long but we're here okay. we okay. went
1: sweet Wait, this I is, have you know a the concept words, like, this is the plot that's where
2: we were I we know
1: were, like over there
0: okay but let me let me let me just pitch something. Because this might help sort of pull it together. So um, his dad is a NASA astronaut, has brought a piece of like moon rock back to give to his son. He gives it to his son reali- and basically the son dies, comes back. We're like, what the fuck? He ha- The dad has no idea that it's happening. The dad realizes that due to like the contact with this rock or whatever, he started to Die slowly but surely um, And they're doing all these tests on him And it's like because of the exposure To the rock well he gave it to his Kid but now his kid has basically Like swallowed the rock or something He's like a stupid kid um, We could even make him like very Young and this could even be years in the future Like the dad realizes that he has cancer And it's because of this space rock that His kid swallowed and is now part of him Or whatever <laughs> no, 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 no. so then he's like I Have to kill my kid Could be S- could be i'm just saying if we wanted to keep the dad killing the kid over and over again i think
2: the dad killing the kid has like some really crazy emotional elements to it yeah i also like the whole town kind of getting behind killing the kid
0: yeah in that case it would be like at first the dad tries to do it privately so that nobody knows but then people start realizing and at first they're like what the hell you're trying to kill your own kid and then he's like no oh my god trust me like he can't die and then he has to really dramatically like kill this kid in front of everybody and then he goes to jail and then the next day like the kid is there and everyone's like what the fuck like wakes up and like little timmy's out on the lawn just like watering some roses and he's like guys you don't understand he is slowly poisoning us all by just being in our presence and like i love my son dearly but we have to figure out how to get rid of him
1: I like it a bit like a Twilight Zone episode where there's, like, a lot that's unanswered,
0: Mm -hmm. but just enough
1: that, like, we see the spiral of, like, humanity kind of deteriorate. So, like, we don't really know if this is a bad thing or not. Like, I think maybe we don't Mm. know. But the town is scared enough that it spirals. And the reason why I like the asteroid going into the brain is because a scene visually of having a very young child on, like, a kitchen table with like the, the entire town people. standing around yeah. and they're like picking in his brain, trying to like find out what's going on while the kid is awake. Like that is so disturbing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so no, like that,
1: that's a sell for me.
2: I do like, I think, okay. yeah, I think we started with just the dad killing him. Like he's trying to remain anonymous, killing this kid over and over. Um, I almost even like it starting Where, like, the first 20, 30 minutes is just killing the kid in these ways, and we don't quite understand why. And then it's almost like once the townspeople realize, like, what's going on, that's when we start getting the flashbacks and the pieces. And, like, Sydney said, like, we don't get it all. Um, Yeah. But then, like, we start, yeah, we start getting the bigger picture of things. It starts very small, it starts very cat and mouse right and then it like and expands I more. like,
0: I like the idea that Sydney brought up too that was what if it isn't necessarily a bad thing like the dad kills the kid because he's different mm-hmm. like there's nothing bad about him he's just like there it, it's, it's different and scary yeah. it's different it's scary and so he keeps killing him and then the entire town gangs up and it is you know symbolism about you know everybody hates you when yeah. you're different
1: what was but the, there was the one the classic twilight zone episode where like everyone the whole town turns on each other what is oh. that one but there's like the three aliens just at the top of the hill and they're like, damn, that was quick. Look at them all kill each other. Do you know Do you know what I'm talking about, Danny? Like it's
0: the... I think so. It's like all the, all the
1: power goes out in this small town and everyone starts blaming each other and people like won't share right, resources and they go crazy, and they, go crazy yeah. and they start killing each other.
0: Yeah, it's like that, but it's with like a but kid. But with
1: a kid and an asteroid in his brain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, and who won't die, who like yeah. keeps coming back and everybody mm-hmm. thinks like because he's coming back, he's an abomination. And there can be some people in the town who are like, No, he's Jesus. Right. And I think this kid is Jesus. It could be
1: even more interesting, too, if, like, other people are like, oh, it's going to happen to me. And then, like, people kill themselves or they start killing other people and they stay dead. That's what I mean. And so then it's like, it gets
0: weird. Mass hysteria. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it starts super, super small where we're like, okay, this is just, like, Tom and Jerry, cat and mouse, but horror elements to it. And then, like, it just, it, it turns into this just absolutely yeah devolves thank you it devolves into this absolutely like madhouse of a town and it's like yeah like you said you have people killing themselves because like this is this is it this is the end times and then you have but like it's all done on this iowa backwater like it doesn't even make i mean it probably does eventually but
0: so then i guess um, the question is my last question is how does it yeah, end? Yeah, do they
1: make it out? Yeah. So, like, do we picture this, like, uh, The Last of Us, like, Joel and, and Ellie driving away into the sunset together, like, no. all right, we escaped. Or is it like the I CIA think...
0: comes, like, the they let the town kill each other, and then they come pick up the kid and throw him in a box? Mm-hmm. like,
1: Because they've been watching the meteor this entire yeah. time. They watched it fall. Yeah.
2: I'm either into that, or I'm into... <laughs> I don't know. They kill the kid and then life goes on.
1: Like they get the rock out and then they kill the kid and he doesn't wake up again. And they're like, because I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go dark. We should lean in on like very dark where it's like they took the rock out. There it is. But then, like, I think it's interesting too, because if once they have the rock, maybe people go insane and they're like, "Well, I'm going to eat it," right? Like, people are like, "I want the rock in my brain. I want to never die." And but so everyone kills everyone. But then I think the kid wakes up, the entire town is dead, and the kid just starts hitchhiking down the yeah, road. Yeah, I, I really else. like
0: that because I think then you you basically leave room for a sequel <laughs> because basically you have like the rock is removed everybody's killing each over each other over the rock this entire small town is just dead and then the kid like even though the rock is out like gets up because now it's it's
1: still been like it's, bi- it's been like binding yeah it's, it's in seeped it. yeah. into
0: his head and then he like just stands up and starts walking toward the next town and you're like right. oh my god this is gonna happen over and over and over again
1: and I think it, it could go a lot of different ways, depending on how young you want this kid to be. Because like, if you want this kid to be like nine or 10, that I think is good. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't know how we sell this. You could make the kid like six, right? Like you can go, how young can you go with this
2: kid? I Well, I like, it. I, I think Seven. I like, I think I like it nine or 10. Okay. Because okay. I, I like all of these scenes, I'm imagining like how much more powerful is it? If you right. have a, kid that is cognizant and and aware enough and i know a six or seven year old would be but like imagine a nine or ten year old they've had some life experience at that point like and they can the attachment that they would have to these people and like the feelings that they would have for these people like i don't know
1: i think yes alternatively every time the kid dies he wakes up not remembering being dead
2: oh right yeah 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 Yeah. but like
1: he's still... People are still mistreating him and he's very confused right, about what's going right, on. Right. And yeah. he doesn't really know that they're killing him.
2: That's why... Exactly. And that's why I imagine the scene of them picking his brain, him like mm-hmm. literally bawling his eyes out and then flatlining. They get the mm-hmm. rock out. And the last you see of this kid is he's like, or they, or whatever, just, just the, an the emotional, just, yeah, just yeah. an emotional wreck. The brain split open, like mm-hmm. eyes just red as shit from crying and everything. And then they literally like wake up, smile, wonder what's going on, and then just start hitchhiking. Like, what do I do? I don't know. Yeah. Like to- yeah.
0: walking around town, really confused as to why there are all these like dead bodies. Like a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. And so anyways, that was my pitch. I think like a nine or 10 year old that they that, that can have those emotions and understand enough about things going on to really give us like that emotional drive. Personally, I, a six or seven year old is just so messed up, right, Yeah, the but part I of me don't, is like,
0: let's make him four,
2: but like, I just oh, don't know do that you can way. get those emotions. Sure.
1: Even out. like in real life, yeah. like from a kid. Yeah. 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 So I I almost want to make this a period piece in this and I hate saying period, but like maybe in the sense that it's like eighties or nineties, or maybe you could even go like sixties, or maybe you could do fucking like pilgrim. I just I don't want to see this happen today. I want to see this happen in a in a different time, mm. I guess.
2: I would I would be okay like eighties or nineties. My only fear going later than that is. You lean very closely to what you were saying, which is Twilight Zone type stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would say '90s or early 2000s because then you can play with. I
1: want there to be less internet. That's really where I'm at.
0: Oh yeah, I would definitely play with less internet, but also like more rampant homophobia, because I think that this has really Mm -hmm. strong undercurrents. '80s '80s might be really
2: good late like late 80s reaganomics yeah. era might be yeah. really The only
1: good. thing is like everything is 80s. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, 80s nostalgia." So that's why I'm 90s. like, "Do we do you want to just do another 80s?" flick? um you could do, which is not bad. It's just like there's so much 80s. Yeah,
2: but it's not 80s and, like seeing the repressive side of the 80s. It's all like exuberant 80s the f- right? like, okay, nostalgia so here's bait. Yeah. The other yeah. thing is
0: you could do like small town in the 90s or even early 2000s because internet didn't become super widely available until like mid 90s
1: i like that i was gonna be like what if it happened in like the 20s <laughs> like what if you you know what i mean like what if you went to, like not period. necessarily like twilight zone but what if you just went somewhere weird well i'm thinking like the like the am i you i'm gonna make myself sound stupid but like the dust bowl right like what if it was something mm-hmm. yeah in like that aspect of time whenever
2: that was <laughs> I don't know when the bowl was but uh thir- around, late around 30s then. early 40s 30s yeah. okay like 30s okay and what's weird is like we did such a roundabout that like I do feel like we have a majority of the concept down so yeah. like I'm feeling really confident because like we spent so much time like it, it was
1: too big it was too <laughs> it was a little we were, too we big. were trying to recreate primer we have to like calm down.
2: <laughs> sydney really likes primer you guys Guys, primer is primer. the only time
1: travel movie if you're not primer don't make a movie about time travel. um that edge is of tomorrow my... would
2: literally like a word
1: that's not about time travel though i mean it is but it's it's not a it you know what i mean
2: yeah okay yeah. fair uh about time <laughs>
1: Is that the like romantic one? It
2: is, and it's great. I've never seen it? seen it. You really should. I've never, no, I've really never seen should. it. You really should. Underrated, um, one of the time best Bandits. time travel.
1: Time Bandits is the only one that gets a pass. Hmm. Which is also about a rock. There's also a rock in Time Bandits.
2: Speaking of uh, passes, we're going to pass it over to Danny and let her log line. And when she comes back, we will decide if we want to save the cat or scratch it. All right, Danny. see you in a bit. hey everyone just a quick reminder as always that these podcasts are for entertainment purposes only these ideas are fresh new and sometimes submitted by you anything said is not meant to infringe on the copyright of any existing work of art and everything is thought of during this show without any previous influence if it sounds like something you've already seen or heard what can i say that's hollywood all out of fresh ideas thanks and enjoy And we're back. Danny is going to pitch us the log line, and we are going to go around the room, starting with Sydney, and decide if we're going to save the cat or scratch it. All right, Danny, we're anxious, we're excited. What you got?
0: Monestein. When a 10-year-old boy gets struck by a tiny meteor that embeds into his brain, his small Minnesota town notices that he's different and must figure out how to get rid of him by killing him over and over and over again.
2: All right, Sydney.
1: I... We were circling around this for a long time.
2: <laughs> no. and
1: there were there were many moments where I was like, this isn't working for me. In the sense of, like, we can't resolve this. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. solution to this math formula that we've created right. for ourselves. But I think landing it in this simple place that is very disturbing and has a good, strong message behind it, I think I am definitely here for saving this cat.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I totally agree with everything you just said. (laughs) I was sitting there halfway through and I was like, this is going to be a 17-hour episode. I'm going to go make coffee. This sucks. I love it, but I cannot break it. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't figure it out. I really like where it ended up. Like, I agree. The imagery that's going through my head right now of just these small towns and the people within them and hating on somebody and not understanding somebody and therefore doing bad things to them. Um, it It's something like really close to me. And so I really dig it. And um, yeah, I think this can... <laughs> It's crazy to think about the last hour and a half and where I'm at right now, <laughs> but I'm at like the point where I'm like, this is one of my favorite things that I think we've done. I want to work on this immediately. I think it's that kind of good. And um, I literally never thought I would be here 45 minutes ago.
1: Well, it's great because you started the pitch with like, so you guys know about South. right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah south park to this the kid's name <laughs> right. is going to be kenny okay yeah no it that's, could be that's it really, really could funny. be King. okay it'll
0: be right. kenneth and then everybody will call Kenny. Yes. yeah yes. um yeah i am in the same boat if you'd asked me 45 minutes ago i would have said no way at this point i still think that it isn't quite there yet it could maybe work as a Twilight Zone episode, as a Black Mirror episode. I don't think it's quite there for feature film, but I really like the concept and the story behind it. And so I do, like I we've done this before, but I like save it as a draft. You know, it's one of those things that I don't think it's as fully fleshed and formed as some of the things that we've worked on in the past where it's like, oh, I could walk to a coffee shop and write this tomorrow. But it's something that I would be interested in exploring further and figuring out further because we started with such an interesting visual concept and ended with such a compelling message that i'm like okay there's definitely a way to stitch this together and have it be commercially everybody would love it well people would hate it because it's killing a kid over and over and (laughs) over again but like people would also love it so yeah i save it i i save it wow no no. you would asked me 45 minutes ago i'd be like we're never I, saving this.
2: <laughs> Danny, we heard your baby save. Sydney and I are gonna go work on this. You're left <laughs> yeah, without you okay. you're, you're yeah. no, we, we heard that baby save.
0: Yeah, we heard how little, you really felt. Well ba- at least it wasn't a baby scratch.
2: That's fair. If it was just it would be a baby scratch. It's like little mew. Like little mew. <laughs> like you scratch <laughs> it,
0: but you're not like scratch it, scratch it. You're like yeah. You're like, put my name on it, but I'm not investing. Right. Yeah, there yeah, there we go. There we go.
2: Yeah. Did you not get that from my little
0: Mew? <laughs> no. <laughs> no <meow>. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this out real quick with what is everybody watching. I'll go first. Something real easy for me. I watched Lula Rich. Um because I am obsessed with cults and multi-level marketing. And so <laughs> it's like a 4-hour docu-series on Amazon Prime about LulaRoe, and it's just god, these people. These people. These people. That's all I have to say. These never people.
2: heard of it. It's on Lularoe? Amazon?
0: Yeah, it's on no, Amazon no, no, the
2: documentary. Okay. Yeah,
0: Lu- you know what LuLaRoe is, right?
2: Mm, not really.
1: Isn't that, is it? The, that's not the leggings. It's the leggings. It is the uh, leggings. It yeah, okay, it's, okay, it's, it's, a, it's a company it.
0: that sells okay. a bunch of leggings.
1: They just, like, rip when you put them on. Yeah. Like, they don't ex- There's not. There's no material there. It's nothing.
0: And nobody actually, like, you weren't making money by selling the leggings. You were making money by getting other people to be... Sellers for Lularo. So it was a pyramid scheme.
2: You're literally obsessed with MLMs. I am. I am. They're fascinating. My goodness. <laughs> I have <Yeah>. strong feelings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Brian, what have you been watching?
2: Uh, yeah, sticking with the uh, spoopy theme, I watched A Quiet Place Part 2. Um, I had not gotten around to watching the second one yet, and I did, and I really liked it. Um, I love the first Quiet Place think it's great and the second one was good it was definitely more like world building and wasn't as i don't really want to say the first one was scary but like the way that they handled the monsters and everything was a lot better in the first one the second one they're just kind of there um Mm -hmm. but i i I don't know i liked the story i liked the performances i liked the pacing of it it's brisk it's like 80 minutes uh which for like a feature is like a a, like a big studio feature like that's insane um but yeah i was i was really into it i liked it quite a bit um quiet place part two
1: it has like horrors heartthrob cillian murphy in it right it
2: does yeah Yeah. you could say that he's my sunshine yeah (laughs) you could say that but i don't know we'll get to that 28 days later from now we'll see
1: oh my god i was that's good (laughs) Um, so I, I've been doing this thing where now I'm watching, um, like an American version and the original version of something like back to back. So I just recently watched, uh, it just came out on Netflix, but there's also a version on Hulu. They're the same movie. One of them is an American remake. The American remake is on Netflix, uh, called Guilty, uh, like the Guilty, I guess. Okay. Um, the original is, I think, oh, that's, uh, the American one has Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Jake Scrabble. So the,
1: yeah, the American one is not very good. It's <laughs> cookie cutter, the exact same script, the exact same premise, almost nothing has changed except, of course, the ending. Um, the Swedish one, I think, has so much more nuance and you can feel a lot more of the emotion in a lot of the voice acting because I would say 90% of this film is voice acting. You have one actor. It's about like a 911 operator. Mm-hmm. and the other and the person on the other line so you have one actor and then you have the voice acting of the the person on the other line and so i felt so much stronger the emotions of the swedish one than i did the american one um i recommend i mean maybe watching both as a case study i think if you just want to watch a good movie watch the swedish one (laughs) but if you always are very curious about how america fucks things up watch both (laughs) of them um but i i really 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 enjoyed the the swedish one it was very good
2: Cool.
0: Awesome.
2: i Had massive phone booth bi- vibes.
0: uh it could
1: be. Yeah, if it were better, I guess. Well, I mean, just the American one is bad in general. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, do
2: you know phone booth?
1: I do. Okay. With um, what's yeah. his name? Colin, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Farrell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also. It's mad. it's. Eh.
0: Yes and no. There's also a uh, God. There's a stage play that is escaping me right now. That's basically the same thing. Interesting. But it's like somebody in front of a of a microphone as like a radio,
2: oh. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Well, that wraps it up for our spoopy episode, our Halloween in which we did Monastine. Monestine, which way did you say we
0: killed a kid killed a kid. We, killed a kid. we we killed a kid Mona but we saved a cat yeah we could save the
2: cat well two of us did
0: <laughs> hey hey three of us did
2: mm. Mm. awesome well thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to this episode uh, as always, I am Brian Hayes. You can find me at Bredacted on Instagram and Bredacted42 on Twitter. And you can always find the podcast at Can We Save Pod on both Twitter and Instagram.
0: As always, I'm Danny Hanks, and you can find me at official Danny Hanks on Instagram and at Danny Hanks on Twitter.
2: Uh,
1: well, I'm Sydney Clara Brothman. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Crooklyn Cat. Or Squib Films or Tiny Terrors. And, and then it's the same on Twitter, except my Twitter is just my name, Sydney Um And then if you want to watch me play video games, you can find me on Twitch. at Sailor Spooky, but with three O's at the end. Um, extremely spooky. Extra spooky. Extra spooky. Extra spoop. Extra
2: spoop. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Sydney, for uh, for popping on. Thank you, Danny, for popping on. Things were creepy. Yeah. Things were uh,
0: they were <laughs> they were creepy, spooky, and happy Halloween to everyone out there. Yeah, happy um, Halloween! Spooky season is upon us.
2: Thank God! <laughs> Dang! All
0: right, everybody. See you next week, and happy Halloween!
2: Happy Halloween!
0: Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween!